This is where great ideas about the financial world come together. Welcome to the Financial Forum Podcast with the president of Fortune Financial Group, Chris Galise. Stages. I want to hit stages of retirement this go around, and I've broken this out into a couple of categories, Chris, for people to think about as they're approaching up to retirement. We're going to basically say from the 15-year mark. We'll start that as stage one, uh, okay. and I want to go through and give you some, you know, just a couple of things here, and you give us a few things to look at uh, if we find ourselves in that age group before retirement. So this would probably be 50, right? Uh, early okay. 50s, something like that, you know, so people that are about 15 years or so from retirement, if we're using the standard traditional 65 as the as the retirement marker. Which for, which is for most folks. You always yeah. have those outliers that retire of course, of in course. their 50s or in their 70s. But right. yeah, most people 63, 4, 5, 6. Yeah in that neighborhood. Yeah. For the sake of the argument, we'll call it 65 and we'll make these stages easier, but people can infer for themselves where they find themselves, what stage they find themselves in. So what are some main financial issues, Chris, to be focused on if you are planning to retire at 65 and you find yourself around 50, 52, and you're about, you're about 15 years out? Okay. So some of the things to think about it at this stage, it's, it's smart to start looking at it and start getting the, the formations of a plan in place. So you know, one of the things I always say is look at how much risk you're taking and make sure it's appropriate for, for where you are. Uh, and I know some folks would say early 50s, you should still be very, very heavily invested in the stock market. And for a lot of people, that might be the, the right route to continue on, but you at least want to take a look at how much risk you're taking and consider if it's appropriate to maybe start reducing your your risk just a little bit, just depending on your circumstances. Right. You also want to start having an idea of where your income streams are going to be coming from and what the approximate amounts of those income projections are. If you're fortunate to still have a pension, which uh, we talk about all the time, that that's kind of going the way of the dinosaurs, it's, or they're almost becoming extinct now, company pensions. But if you do have a company pension, get a sense of what that amount may be and also get a sense of what the options will be. Uh, will there be spousal options? Will there be reductions? You know, if you retire earlier or later, you know, get an idea of what those numbers are. And also look at some estimates for, uh, for Social Security, uh, if you have any annuities, you could get estimates from the annuity companies, what those numbers look like. Uh, if you have rental properties or anything like that, just have a sense of what those numbers are. Uh, and then also, you want to start focusing on eliminating your debt. Now, I'm not saying that you should be completely debt-free by the time you're in your early 50s, uh, if you are fantastic, but for most people, that's probably uh, not going to be attainable yet. But you do want to have a, a debt elimination plan in place. So ideally, by the time you do retire, you're going to be retiring with uh, with little or hopefully no debt whatsoever. Okay. And I think that's, you know, some good general places for us to start. There's some other things that each, again, as you mentioned, each situation might dictate a little something differently, but those are good general areas for us to look at when we're first getting started. If we're in that 15 year window, let's step this forward a little bit, Chris, let's go to 10 years out. Just give us a few more things to start considering if we find ourselves in that area. 
Okay, and it's not going to be that much different from where you were five years ago when you were 15 years out of retirement, but start looking a little bit closer at a lot of the areas we just talked about, uh, especially with Social Security, because Social Security is going to be based on your earnings history. So I know you could go online and get different estimates based on what your date of birth is and what your current salary is. But that's just going to give you a rough idea of what it is. To get the most detailed estimate, you're going to want to set yourself up online at uh, the Social Security website, which is ssa.gov. And if you go there, you could create an, uh, an account for yourself where the estimate you get will be based on all of your earnings history, which is going to be a lot more accurate than just the uh, the general number you'll get from some of the online calculators. So as you get about 10 years out from retirement, get that estimate because now Social Security is going to have a big history of your earnings and they're going to be able to give you a pretty accurate number of what that, uh, that estimate is going to look like. Uh, continue looking at um, decreasing the risk in your portfolio if necessary, something that really should be ongoing, not just at the 15-year mark or the 10-year mark. You know, Whether you're currently retired or whether you're 30 years away from retirement, you also always want to assess the amount of risk you're taking and make sure it's appropriate not only for your time frame, but also for your internal compass when it talks about your comfort with volatility. Also at this time point, when you're about 10 years away from retirement, you want to start seriously thinking about what is your potential retirement age. Can you retire as early as 62 or maybe even a little bit earlier? Is that possible? Uh, Should you wait until full Social Security retirement age, which for a lot of us will probably be somewhere between age 66 or 67? Or do you maybe have to wait until age 70? Or maybe you want to work uh, work until age 70? Start looking at those, uh, those numbers to see what's the optimal time for you uh, to retire. And then also start thinking about the things that you, uh, that you want to do in retirement and what those, those costs might be. A lot of times we hear people say, okay, uh, it's the 85% rule, Mark, right? They say, right, okay, right. whatever you're making now as you're working, figure you're going to need about 85% of that amount in retirement. And that's a, that's a pretty good guideline. And it's probably a good number to start with, I guess, but it's not the the absolute answer. Some people will spend a lot more than 85% of their pre-retirement income when they're retired and other people will spend a lot less. So now's the time to think about what you want your lifestyle to look like. And that could probably help you determine what that need is. If you're going to travel a lot more in retirement than you do now, well, you may need a lot more in retirement than you're currently spending and you have to plan appropriately. Or if you're on the other hand, where you uh, you spend a lot now for whatever reason while you're working and you think you want your retirement lifestyle to be a lot simpler, well, maybe you're going to spend less in retirement and you could plan accordingly. So, you know, just spend some time thinking about what your lifestyle hopefully will look like and, and plan around it. Let's go to five. Let's talk about okay. what to think about. Let's say we're 60, basically, and we're planning on retiring at 65 or 66 or 67, depending on Social Security, whatever you're doing, right? 
Right. We're in this retirement red zone, we call it now, yeah. right? When you're five years out from retirement, this is this is probably the most crucial <laughs> period because mistakes that are made now will yeah. be amplified a yeah. lot more than they would have been if they were made 15 or 20 years out. Right. You're, you're trying to punch it into sense? the end. Yeah. You're trying to punch it into the end zone at this point. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so at this point, again, let's say you're 60, 61 and you're looking to retire in about five years. You want to just continue to refine a lot of the items that we've been talking about uh, today. When it comes to your retirement income streams, you should be able to get even more accurate estimates of what those numbers would be. The pension estimates should be more accurate. The social security estimates uh, should be more accurate. Other streams, whether it's rental income or uh, gas leases or whatever other possible sources are out there, uh, just continue to, to refine what those numbers look like and you know, kind of plug them into your overall financial plan. Again, you want to take a look at how much risk you're taking. And if you have been slowly reducing your risk a little bit over the last 10 years, which hopefully you you have been a little bit, you want to continue to do that. Uh, and if you haven't dialed back on the risk at all over the last uh, 10 years or so, well, you absolutely do want to take a very serious look at it now, because like I said, mistakes will be amplified a lot more. And if we have a, a, a big downturn in the market, that could severely impact negatively your, uh, your retirement plans. Yeah. Start looking at when you're going to retire. You know, does it have to be an exact date? Uh, probably not, but now you probably want to hone in more accurately on the year and even maybe the uh, the month or the quarter of that year that you're looking to retire. And also continue to try to get a feel for what you want your lifestyle to look like and make sure that all the planning you're doing is going to align uh, from an income standpoint with that desired lifestyle. Well, I think, Chris, sometimes that's where we kind of trip ourselves up. I mean, there's a lot of little places we can do this, obviously, when we're going into retirement because there's so many little facets. But you mentioned you just at that last bit there, you know, to maintain income needs, to maintain the lifestyle. I don't imagine anybody comes in your office and says, Chris, I'd like to go backwards in my lifestyle, <laughs> right? Yeah, I want, I want to have a worse standard of living. <laughs> right. So, but, and, and while we kind of think about that, I don't think we take into account, and we mentioned that we talk about it a lot on the show, but we don't take into account some two big factors into maintaining those income levels. And that's, you know, inflation and taxes, what they do to it, right? Oh, absolutely. If you're just sitting here today and you're thinking, okay, I need $5,000 a month for the rest of my life because that's what I need now. Well, 20 years from now, you're going to probably need <laughs> right. eight or $9,000 right. a month. And if you're not factoring inflation into your retirement income plan, you are in for a heck of a disappointment down the road. Yeah. And now while that's some of the nitty gritty and that's what Chris helps you with, and obviously, you know, for our listening audience, it's still just making sure that as you're getting that more accurate feel, as you're going through some of these bullet points that Chris is outlining, just take that into account. Don't just kind of, because sometimes I think we start to do a, the dreaded B word, a quote unquote budget. And we think, as you just mentioned, we think, oh yeah, this is what we got. And I've got this with just my you know, whatever, you know, possible pension or, you know, 401k or whatever. So I'm good. And it's like, yeah, but are you really factoring in all those little pieces that can start to chip away? So this is kind of just like the guidelines of some basic things to consider in whatever stage you're in, but then certainly having a plan that helps 
refine and hone all that stuff is really where you're going to want to take this information that you're gathering and then sit down with a, a qualified professional like Chris. All right, so we did 15, 10, and 5. So let's hit the big day. Let's hit the the day we actually retire. What are some absolute essential things to consider uh, that we should hopefully have figured out already? Right, right. Yeah, you don't want to retire without having a, a structured written income plan in place. And Mark, I could tell you from my years and years of experience of, of meeting with folks out there, most people don't have a written retirement income plan in place. Most people are uh, are winging it in a sense. They kind of just cross their fingers and they hope it's all going to work out. And hope is not a plan. You want to have a, a plan in place that will show you month in, month out, year in and year out where that income is coming from so you can retire with confidence. And you also want to make sure, just like we just talked about, that that income plan takes into account inflation. So you're always keeping up with, uh, or your purchasing power is always keeping up. So you, you have enough, not only today, but you want to have it down the road. And you also, very important, you want to make sure you have a solid emergency plan in place. Because if you don't have a reserve somewhere, or if, or if you need... 10 or 15 or $20,000 in, in one fell swoop for whatever reason, whatever unforeseen circumstance comes up. If you don't have a contingency plan, a reserve in place, well, that unexpected emergency can potentially uh, throw the entire income plan into chaos. So have a written plan, have an emergency fund in place on the day you retire so you can go into retirement with confidence for what you've prepared your whole life for. Okay, so we got all this stuff checked off. We got all these boxes and all that kind of stuff. We're done, right? We've got to retirement. We should be set. We don't have to think about this now, right? <laughs> you, you, we wish it was that easy, right? Uh, right. Uh, but it's not because it, in some ways it becomes harder now planning for the rest of your life because like we just talked about, when you know when you want to retire, you have a set time in the future, whether it's 15 years from now, 10 years from now, five years from now, you know, okay, I'm working toward this goal date. You know, maybe it's July 21st, 2032. You know, you're working toward that date. So, you know, you have about 12 years to plan to get there. Right. But once you retire, then what? what's the target? How many years are left? We don't know. Right. right, we, right. we all have that countdown clock to retirement. But we don't have a countdown clock in retirement because we don't know how long our retirement's going to last. And in so many ways, Mark, it makes planning through retirement so much more of a challenge uh, as compared to planning to retirement. So you always want to take a look at your, your income plan every year. You always want to take a look at how much risk you're taking. These are things that you don't just set it and forget it. You want right. to evaluate them. You want to look at what your legacy plans are then. You want to make sure you're paying attention to tax efficiency. You want to make sure you're aware of what possible medical expenses, unforeseen medical expenses, what they could do to your retirement income plan. And you want to be prepared for basically every, any and all contingencies that could potentially crop up. I hope this information we've covered on today's podcast is helpful. And if you have any questions about what we've discussed or want to explore the opportunity to create your own financial and retirement plan, I encourage you to reach out. And what we could do, we could schedule a time to talk and 
see if you'd be a good fit for our retirement readiness review. And what this review will do is it looks at what you have saved already for retirement. It looks at what your goals are and it compares what you have saved to see if it lines up to what those goals are. So in other words, is what you're doing right now the best way to accomplish your goals? So get your questions answered and get your retirement readiness review by calling 800-993-1526. Again, that's 800-993-1526. Thanks for listening to the Financial Forum Podcast. We'll talk to you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Financial Forum Podcast. Again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris Scalise, 800-993-1526. That's 800-993-1526. You can also get in touch online by going to fortune-financial.org. That's fortune-financial.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Just search for the Financial Forum Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and Fortune Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Fortune Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fortune Financial Group is is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency.